Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mantalk.ke. As you can see, we're in a very different location. We're normally at Kafisi, but today we're here at Fairview Hotel. So thank you, Fairview, for having us. We've got a very, very exciting hour ahead. Uh, we have a lot of people on set. This is the first time we've had these many people. So when we jump to the other lens, you're going to see just who is on set, or you just read the title before. So guys, welcome. We'll start from my boy O and go around and introduce yourselves. Uh, first of all, uh, welcome yeah. to Mantalk.ke. Come on. Um, this episode is proudly sponsored by Durex. There we go. Performer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> who have discovered through their insights that um, a lot of people, especially young men, mm. young and old actually, are suffering through... I'd say anxiety uh-huh. about their sexual performance. Uh-huh. And we had to call a panel uh-huh. of experts <laughs> <laughs> in this particular field. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, the, the panel of experts, we had to summon uh, uh, the good people from over 25 and, of course, the fantastic George Nirangu. So we hope that um, everyone can enjoy this as we begin. So please, Jules, how do you feel? I'll start on my right. Hey, okay. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I'm excited to be back on the Man Talk set. You guys are very well organized. Um, I don't think we've done an episode like this before. We've done an episode with Man Talk. We've done an episode with George. Mm-hmm. But we've not done an episode all of us together, have we? Oh, we have. Yeah. 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 Two. Yeah. Two. 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 two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we need lasting impressions. Yeah. Oh. You need some direct performer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, we've actually have been on the same set. Was it on Valentine's? Um, I don't know, but it feels yeah, different. Yeah. Why does it feel different? It's because it's taken long. Because mm. it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Hey. Okay. performer. Hey. I'm excited. Thank you for having us. Thanks yeah, so I'm much. happy. Jules, you don't know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Madam. It's my turn. Yes. Hello, hello. My name is Shiki, a quarter of over 25. Very happy to be back on the Man Talk set with all these beautiful people. Hey, I'm Josie, 100% of Josie. <laughs> In between the most, yeah, 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 rationale left and right. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited to be here today. Thanks for man. <laughs> hello, Lonzi Gatabaki, over 25 in the building. Hi, Ivy, just Ivy Africa. Um, thanks for having us. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. This is going to be good. Uh, yeah, like good, good. Yeah. So um, the nature of the conversation is about sexual performance, as Oscar has said, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing we want to do is not define it, but get your reaction to the term sexual performance. So don't jump at once. But when you hear the word sexual performance, what's your first reaction to that term? Ivy, I think you should start with that one. Ivy, you're, you're the one. I don't know. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what I think of when I, when I hear the words sexual performance, I don't know. Um, like a God, okay. Can I use example? You know, you know when you've, you know, come from doing the the deed. There's either two reactions. Oh, that was so good. Mm. Or. Eh. <laughs> so a sexual performance, you know, it's like a stage. So how you do on that stage is that you get a standing ovation or you're kicked out. Standing mm. ovation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, it's standing. <laughs> Um, for me, I can see why the anxiety is there. Just mm. calling it performance is just so, there's just too much pressure there. Like, mm. why didn't they just call it a sexual dance or, you know, if they'd called it that before, then I think the men would be more comfortable mm. doing the deed and not feeling so much pressure about pleasuring the woman mm. or the man, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I just think it's just a very anxious term. Mm. We anxious. have a term, uh, we call it horizontal jogging. 
Yeah, horizontal jogging. Uh, you, know, you will what? not share. You will what? not share what? the bro's secrets. <laughs> 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 yes, we call it horizontal jogging. Say I, I, I. I never First of all, I refuse. I refute completely the use of the pronoun we. It's 2022, bro. Sexual performance feels like um like a Drake concert. You never, you don't know what to expect. <laughs> wow. Know, like yeah, because I mean, like if it was just intercourse, it's fine. Like you know, you know what's what's happening. But like a performance is mm-hmm. anything goes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that's what I think when you first hear mm-hmm. sexual performance. Yeah. Okay. Um. When I hear sexual performance, I think of quality and longevity. Mm. Um. I mean, not not to say longevity is quality mm-hmm. it can it can go either way mm-hmm. yeah but that's that's what comes to my mind immediately how good was it how long did it last i think that's based on what lona is saying it's a performance mm-hmm. you want to give a good performance mm-hmm. you want to give you want to leave a lasting impression. you want to make a lasting impression <laughs> yeah yeah that's what comes to mind for me mm-hmm. yeah um for me i think of evaluation it's not a positive term, just like mm-hmm. Lonzi and Shiki. Mm-hmm. When I think sexual performance, it's like, okay, who's being evaluated? Uh-huh. Who's sexual yeah. performance? Are Ooh. we talking about it? Is, is it mine? Is it his? Is it ours? Mm. So sexual performance is um, it's a bit of a sterile term for me. It's like, okay, of course, now I'm happy now. Sexual yeah. performance, who's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not like, yeah. oh, we had... It's not like intimacy. Does it yeah. have yeah. the same energy yeah. as intimacy or... Mm sexual intercourse mm. performance is evaluation sexual performance loaded word eh? uh, loaded sentence i think for me it's the it's i've always kind of had the pressure to perform not just in bed but in other things in life um and it just kind of leans into that kind of anxiety around like being successful and being good at something mm. because if you can be good at something like you just alluded to you can also be bad at something True. Mm. so you have it's something like instead of enjoying the experience of sharing that intimate moment with someone you find yourself asking yourself like yo i better be an animal right now yeah. i better like i you know whatever you know you, you have you find yourself like entering a competitive space yeah. that can even be damaging to the experience itself mm. yeah um and yeah, and I feel like sometimes uh, it's a bit careless because, you know, those moments are, I don't know about anyone else, but those moments are a bit, are not frequent. Those moments of intimacy are not as, as frequent as you should have them in life. And I often feel that to remove that anxiety from the actual act could actually benefit a lot of people and relationships. Mm. Oh, nice. <laughs> No, that's deep. <laughs> that's deep. I think I want to echo sort of what you said in terms. Mm. I think the issue with me is looking at it as a performance, mm. in yeah. my opinion, because I feel like when you're thinking about how it's going, mm. you're not thinking about what's happening mm. there. So I feel like you could sometimes lose. Is it called flow state? Is that what yeah. Sometimes you call mm. it. You can lose a flow state if you're thinking about like time if you're thinking about reactions etc so i think there's a fine line between like working with that person in the moment and then also looking at like a holistic Mm. point of view Mm. yeah so i I think being more present in it gives you more of a focusing on the pleasure yes guys i'll just just riff off of that um what do you when when you're having a sexual experience with someone have you experienced a difference between sex with someone without intimacy and sex with someone with intimacy because intimacy is a word that i don't think there's a concrete understanding of. I've never really understood that word. So for my benefit, 
Um, what's the difference between sex and intimacy? Seriously? I've never understood that one. You wouldn't know the difference between sex and intimacy? Like, you wouldn't know? I've never, like, I've never, like, known the difference. Like, you know, in definition, you'll yeah. know it when it happens, mm-hmm. but can you truly define it? I feel like intimacy isn't always sex. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you can have dinner with someone yeah. and have the most intimate moment just mm-hmm. through a conversation, just through even, like, mm-hmm. the way someone holds your hand. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. sex yeah. is a very defined yeah. thing, like, yeah. we exactly. are doing the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because intimacy, yeah, I think it's, a, it's a, loads of things fall under intimacy. Yeah. yeah. But then if sex does as well, it's probably when you're getting the best kind of experience. Mm-hmm. And then there's times when you've had intercourse with someone, yeah. maybe in a rushed, mm-hmm. in a rushed manner, or, yeah. or and then... In retrospect, you're like, I would love to get intimate with that person. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To get to probably know them mm. a bit more. Yeah. 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 Some. Yeah. I think that's that for me would be one of that. Yeah. Indicators. But order, that, order of events as well. Huh? Order, order of events. events. Would you prefer sometimes to like have the intimacy and then experience that, or like experience and have the intimacy? Intimacy needs a lot of energy. Like it mm. needs it needs you to dedicate a bit more than just yeah. your physical. Your body. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes not everyone deserves that kind of energy or not everyone, you can't give everyone that yeah. kind of energy yeah. and you can't even get that kind yeah. of energy from everyone. Yeah. Like, or maybe you're not in that space. Maybe you're not even in that space, yeah. Mm. So I think it's very touch and go with the, mm. with the, intercourse is either on or off, Yeah. right? Like most of the time, but intimacy is more of a process. Like how do I feel about this person? How do I feel about the energy, the hygiene, mm. stuff mm. like that, yeah. yeah. Intimacy <laughs> is a process. Yeah, I agree with Georgie. Um, it doesn't mean when you're going for a sexual experience, you must be looking for the intimacy. You might just be yeah. banging, yeah? Mm. Um, but intimacy can come in so many different forms. Just mm. like um, Eli said, it can mm. be a conversation, a text, it yeah. can be a yeah. touch, yeah. it can be a look, it can be so mm. many different things, mm. but you will not always get that with sex. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In sex, I don't know if I'll, he- I'll help with that, <laughs> but in sex, yeah. to me, intimacy is like very much correlated to genuine genuine vulnerability mm. um and feeling like emotionally uh, and feeling like um because here's the thing when you ha- when you have sex with somebody um especially like you know the first two three months in a relationship there's tend there's a tendency to be in your head yes. mm. um but unfortunately the, unfortunately i feel like the pressure to perform in the heteronomical sense of the word is mostly on the men Mm-hmm. Like I mean, of course, for women, it's don't be. It's called rosky for chamende. Don't be starfish. Don't be But if a girl is nervous about a sexual experience with a partner, she yeah. can wing it mm-hmm. a little bit easier than a man because mm-hmm. he needs to know what he's doing. Yo, yeah. you know, especially the chick look like if you're nervous. That's yeah. now where um, the the issue of being in your head comes in. Mm. But when you're intimate, you're not in your head. Mm. You are vulnerable. Mm. And by vulnerable means like you're just open. And the the in the moment of sex, there's a lot of things making you feel connected to this person other than the in and the out. Mm-hmm. There's the touching, there's the looking, there's the breath, there's the kisses and you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. that's when it's that's where you can say, oh, this is this was really intimate mm. in terms of sex. I could be wrong, but like yeah, yeah. Well, so is like a, yeah, intercourse yeah. is like a dancehall song, and then intimacy is a kizomba song. Kizomba, trust And you can't You love your friends. And I feel like you can't cook intimacy. You can't. You know, be like, oh, we used to be like this. I want us. You know, you can try and set the mood, the candles. But if it's not there, if it's, not there, there. it's so hard, mm. you know, to, <laughs> to, to, to get it. Yeah. But yeah. for you to know what intimacy means for you, you really know how to, you, need, you know, you need to know 
how to be vulnerable in yourself. Yeah, that's true. Mm. It's like uh, it's like rice. Now I, I kind of see it. Sex with <laughs> without <What>? sex <laughs> without intimacy is like rice. Uh-huh. Sex with intimacy is like pilau or biryani. Like there's that extra with some flavor. Spice. Yeah. No, 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 first of all, don't yeah. even rule out. <laughs> sometimes you just want to have intercourse. Like like sometimes, sometimes you just want rice. rice. You just sometimes want rice. just want the rice. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes rice does yeah. the job. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. rice does yeah. the job. But, yeah. Sometimes uh, it does. But sex even in an intimate relationship, there are times it's just like this is transactional. Right now, Very I true. just wanna. You yeah. I don't know in this podcast. What words are? Yeah. What words are? You know, yeah. there are times even in relationships, you're in an intimate relationship, but you're yeah. like, no, today me, I just need to bust. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing, Oscar, about intimacy also that I, I like to think about the different types. So there is sexual intimacy, there's physical intimacy, mm-hmm. there's intellectual intimacy, mm-hmm. there's emotional intimacy, experimental intimacy. Like there's so many different facets of intimacy. And then the other misconception I've seen that people have around intimacy is we just talk about it when it comes to sexual partners. As mm. friends, we have intimate mm. moments mm. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. All the yeah. That time you, when you touch when, I, when you're saying sorry or something mm. like that, when mm. we are engaging in fresh mm. conversation, a hug, mm. intimacy is not only related towards sexual partners. There's yeah. intimacy between a mother and a child. Mm. So I think once you understand the different types of intimacy, you'd be very okay to figure out that other. One. That is yeah. that is beautiful. Nice, yeah. perfect, uh, yeah. beautiful. I, so, I have a cat, and I can definitely attest to that. Sometimes, sometimes. Let me let me tell you something, George. <laughs> I feel like that cat is a part of my. <laughs> Nala, so Nala, hey, Nala gets so much attention. Yeah, she's a brand. I want us to lean a bit into the misconceptions angle. Um, outside of intimacy right when it comes to sexual experiences what are some of the misconceptions that you've kind of happened upon when you're having conversations with uh young men and women in your lives because mm. right now we are you know we're a bit senior so um, a lot of people look up to us and expect us to be kind of have some information or knowledge about the subject all right mm. so what what misconceptions have you seen in the generations behind you and in the generations ahead of you mm-hmm. when it comes to kind of sex and sexual experiences Okay. For me, I'd say, like, growing up, I feel like somehow it's always been insinuated that men have sex to bust a nut. Like, they're not really there to be intimate, like we were saying. Um, They're just, you know, they'll bust a nut, and after that, they're done, and they move on with life. And growing up, I've realized, or just with my sexual experience, I've realized it's both of us men also want intimacy. They Mm want to be close. They want to get to know you better. So, yeah, I think that's one of the misconceptions of... I've, I've heard about or I've known about for me yeah. um, do the men agree <laughs> do the men yeah. agree yeah I, absolutely yeah. I mean, yeah. sometimes even in the morning like you want someone to ask like yeah. how, 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 you how want was your week yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how was your week not, yeah. not yeah. see you at 5pm uh, yeah <laughs> you know like in the evening, yeah. you know yeah. like you want, yeah, yeah. I re- I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah, I, I think you. That, yeah. yeah, that's that, those little things take you so far. It's unbelievable for men because, like, personally, my experience has been every day is like a challenge. It's like mm. you know, how do I you know perform in life? Mm. You know, so when I have someone in my life who's like constantly um, asking how I am as a person and trying to get to know me as a person, I think it's, it really enhances everything around that relationship. Mm. I like how your voice just goes low. <laughs> <laughs> it's making sense. There's Oscar onset and offset. <laughs> <laughs> on, the back, on the back of the thing about like men and the kind of pressure on there, I think it's okay. the misconception is that men already know what they're doing. Because a lot of the time you'll find that even when you're young, like 16, 17, like mm. formative years, 
girls can very much say, oh, I've never done this before. I don't know what's happening. Mm. But it seems like a guy has to, even his first time, be like, yeah, no, I've done this before. Yeah. Like, it's like a, yeah, it's like a thing. Like, you can't That's say, true. oh, uh, what do I... That contributes a lot to our, yeah. our yeah. education. It's an ego thing as well. Oh, no, even how we get yeah. our sexual Toxic education, man. Georgie, yeah. like your first sexual experience, most men won't admit it, but a lot of our first sexual experiences, we won't go and ask like, who, yeah. like how to do it. You're going to have to ask it. Google.com slash. What? How does she look like? Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Oh, <laughs> this is the formula. Yeah. So you yeah. see, you you're seeing a uh, forty minutes. How does she look like? You mean like the anatomy? Yeah, like oh, the anatomy. Wow. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. For me, from wow. my side, I remember like research. I remember wow. like eh, because that's how <laughs> that's how you oh, learn. I'm just having yeah. memory, but yeah. yeah, that's how like, you learn. You've been taught how to study and to pass exams. Study yeah. Pass yeah. Exams. So like in the moment when. I'm about to go through an experience. You approach it the way you said. Uh-huh. I'm going to be evaluated yeah. like an exam. Yeah. So what do I do? I study mm-hmm. before the day. Where do I get that information online? Mm-hmm. And Imagine st- studying using dial-up internet. Oh, <laughs> 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 he got close oh, quicker. He just jumped out. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. 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 Agency will never know. <laughs> never know. <laughs> Someone picks up the phone. You research is all gone. Yeah, yeah. They never know. Judges, yeah. something they never know. Warp dot. Oh, so you also learn from your peers though because i feel like as well the feedback that the men get from their guys yeah versus the same person in the same situation the way a guy will tell the story at 18 years old is, oh, mate, I... Mm. But a lady will go back and be like, granular, like, this happened, this happened, has this happened to you? Mm. And they'll learn from their girls as well. But I feel like guys never actually talk. Mm. We just sort of flex. Yeah. And you just say, oh, and you didn't. Yeah. And you just sort of flex and say, I did this, 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 and this. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem as well. You're not having the proper conversation yeah. after the fact. So you just keep on making mistakes. Yeah. Keep on making mistakes. You're not yeah. having those intimate discussions with your friends about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Never. You never. You never go intimate. As a guy, did you ever have intimate conversations about intimacy? I had intimate conversations much after. I didn't even speak with my dad about intimate. I've never yeah. spoken with my dad about intimate. No, same. Ever, same, yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever. yeah. In this Neither house. with my mom. No, same. Same. Mm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Are we having a moment? So basically, we're into the world to fend out. Yeah. 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 misconceptions. Yeah, we'll yeah. definitely talk about our first sexual encounter. But you see, for women, I think it's different because when we are sat down, it's. Don't get pregnant. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Your, your virginity is precious. Yeah. It's a flower. Men are evil. It's very different. I think you guys, I think maybe your talk would be, it's time to be a man. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ours is, you know, I, I don't know. For us, it's well, like, yeah. drive, sit, drive, you can drive on the highway, just wear a seatbelt. Mm. Really? Yeah. Simple as that. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Look, the, the, I, I know, um, especially also because of culture, like um, when you get your circumcision, 
Like yeah. it's now you've been told yeah. go forth mm. and like be a man, you know. Mm. But they don't tell you, okay, be a man, but mm. you know, do one, two, three. So like, they also don't culture has. A, in those, um, they classes, do. They definitely take you through it. With a woman. I thought that's what they do. They no, definitely they do. do that, but they don't teach you like stuff like you know yeah. protecting yourself. It's more like you know this is how you're a man and this is how oh, you yeah. show that you're a man in society yeah. and more. Oh. Well, like they, the intricacies of like getting sick mm. and like treating a woman like mm-hmm. uh, better like this with uh, it's not those are not what is discussed like from the cultural side so mm-hmm. wow. i think yeah i think a lot of things have been stripped away mm-hmm. over the last couple of years mm-hmm. or decades mm-hmm. but yeah we're definitely moving to a place where people are having more meaningful conversations yeah mm-hmm. sex was seen more as a tool um it's like a, a, as a tool of empowerment especially culturally more than it was as a tool of like You know, like this yeah and that's also because yeah. I, i mean I, i i don't feel like there was an issue with the culture at all mm. because at the time love didn't have the position it had like in the culture today mm. we didn't get married to have somebody to love and mm. to do yeah 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 it was like we're we're, we're taking we're, we're doing it for something else mm. yeah. like yes companionship mm. development of the culture the community creation yeah. yeah there was now with everything being westernized love plays such a love and belonging and all those things mm. they play such an important role in mm. nuclear families and mm. in, in, in intimate relationships where yeah. back in the day i mean look at even the the, the, the asian communities are they called south asians the indians mm. see they do arranged marriages they're like yeah. we'll get you a compatible match mm. yeah. and then the love will come after. after it worked for them for years to date mm. 50% of i mean um arranged marriages are 50% more successful than love wow. marriages mm. so love just the fact that now we i don't think there's something wrong with our culture it's just that and i don't think you've said there's something wrong with our culture i'm just saying sometimes we're like oh we're not taught these things it's because that's the, that was at that time yeah. there was no need for it mm. so now there's a need now there's a need because we are all um our relationships are designed in the same way across the world mm. like yeah. you get married your partner has to be your best friend your lover mm. your this 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 and that mm. so now we have to create structures that empower us yeah you mm-hmm. know the kids are not going to go and learn about we're learning about you're talking about um how did you went online to google this thing mm. Mm. i remember i actually remember in primary school there's a there's a boy who was who who was i don't know why he was drawing this stuff on his his and he was my yeah, desk yeah. so he said and he was like yeah because anyway he basically assumed that the girls whatever is a whole mm. like to to pee and everything is one thing mm. so i asked him what have you drawn mm. he said see this is it's one whole it's one whatever and yeah. i'm like bro there's a lot going on there <laughs> I mean, so, so we are class 7 mm. we are what 12 class 7 is what 13 yeah 12, 12 13 so i was like listen there's this part there's this part and then mm. there's the anus yeah, yeah. and he's like so, what i'm like yeah you even the, the fact that you knew that at, in class 7 yeah and I actually I mean, yeah. the reason i laughed is because i was like oh i think i was quite open minded even as a young person but yeah. he was like i don't know what we were talking about it was nothing it wasn't like There was a discussion happening and mm. he drew something and he drew a dot. Yes. Mm. And, and you're like, there's a man, it's yeah. one way. Yeah. So for yeah. a woman, it's also one way and maybe there's the the, mm. the, the poop hole. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, no. Was he, First of all, there's a lot of... <laughs> 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 I don't know what happened to... I 
he's a doctor. Oh, he's a doctor. So for him trying to explain to first of all, there's labia. Like he just thought it's flat and it's just a hole. Oh man. Yeah, so people are boys are not I mean I I'm sorry. You made him a doctor. He was like last Julia. She has inspired a generation. But have you seen that video when they go in the streets and they're asking guys? Yeah, like where's the research? If you're saying you did research, how come these guys yeah. are not then asking questions? Except you know? was it yourself going out there? Maybe guys yeah. don't See, know. look at you because, because there's an assumption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People are not asking. Mm. Well, you're saying why are they yeah. not asking? Because there's an assumption. And no one wants to take yeah. the nini mm. mm. like now. Yeah. I, I just I really want to did you learn about the female? How did you learn about the female genitalia? Oh, dude, me, I studied. Like in, in high school, <laughs> there was a book that showed. Remember, we, no, were, we had yeah, to label yeah. the. I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where I got it. I'll even give you the exact source. So there was uh, in uh, in the in the home library there was a book called a 1980. It was 1988 Almanac, right? Mm-hmm. So around the time when I was initiated, uh, was around the time when the question of sex was brought like brought up. But for because you know the consequence of sex is a family, so the focus was less mm-hmm. on. Pleasure. Less on pleasure, less on the woman, yeah. and more on family. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't think this thing has been addressed. Let mm-hmm. me see if it's in this book, which always has it has everything from um, pollination to reproduction. So I just turned to R reproduction, oh. <laughs> and I began to read. <laughs> and after reading, I saw the references. I was like, huh. How old were you? Were there pictures? I was like. Uh, 15, 14, 15, 13, 14, 13, 12, 13. Actually, Do you mind 12, me asking when you lost your virginity? <laughs> Soon thereafter. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I did take my practical studies to a more practical yeah. <laughs> So, So, yeah. So okay. like, Do you I, guys count masturbation as losing virginity? Or no, no, it has no, to no, be... Do not deny it. In fact, yeah. That's like, a very nice question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like that, that kind of, it led me down the rabbit hole of mm, figuring yeah. these things out. And I was lucky enough to have um, uh, male role models around me who were open about these conversations. Mm. Um, so I had uh, one of my very, very good uh, uh, family friends um, who's very private, so I can't mention his name. Um, actually, like I had, so I sat him down immediately after like being initiated when I was like 13, 14, 15. And I was like, hey, uh, chief, you've you've gone through high school, you're in uni now. What's mm-hmm. this? What's the situation here? And I'm seeing you, you know, I'm seeing you walk around a, a lot <laughs> in the hood. What's going on? Um, <laughs> and um, he kind of broke the sexual act down in a way that was very respectful mm-hmm. and very, that allowed me to understand that it wasn't just an act for, you know, your own self-enjoyment, but it's also about enjoying it from others. Unfortunately, I will admit that there were certain instances where there was nuance that your masculinity could be judged from that act. Mm. You get what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like you, if you, if you don't make her feel good, don't prioritize yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah, don't prioritize your own pleasure. Prioritize hers because yeah. you, you will derive your pleasure mm. from the entire situation. So like just, hey, okay. yeah, like, so that's how kind of, because you see, um, unfortunately I grew up in a neighborhood that was very, like very connected and it was like a village um, mm. and i south keep saying sea. it's out sea yes no so way. like you don't I want your no idea really? i'm sure south you did know yes yeah. 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 so so, so like you don't want people to start saying south hey, oh, yeah. koi, oh. nani. 
when he gives you when they tap and like you wasn't as good really you don't want those <laughs> chuckles so you you want to hey oh, no. so you're putting on a match shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> going in the stadium to perform yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah, like yeah sure. so there, there was a lot of that obviously immaturity around that but i kind of outgrew it as i grew older gotcha. yeah. well to the original question you said uh, the original question was misconceptions yes mm-hmm. i think these the, the the most obvious one is normally one of the most obvious ones is men can have multiple partners when they're single or whatever but women cannot like it's shunned upon yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a totally different conversation so yeah. that one I, i feel like is one of those that we've tried to get over like like society now like yeah. people now really just don't care you mm. do whatever you want anyway but that's a big one that's no i mean like as we as we move like people slowly are starting to like get warmer with the fact that Mm. it doesn't matter you could you do whatever you want it's your own life i think you're speaking from a beautiful point of global exposure yeah, yeah. i think so kenya we're yeah. not we're not there yet not yes. yes. i don't yeah. think so we're travel well traveled <laughs> i don't yes. think so yeah but it's an aspiration mm. i want to be able to you know when i when a guy is moving say you like he's moving mad but for girls you have to be harsh city girl yeah, yeah you see yeah. there's a branding around <laughs> yeah. no, it's, but it's not it's not it's, but that one is self branding right mm. oh okay. you get what i mean like I get like it. a lady will say i'm a city girl yeah. Yeah. And then a boy will say will say Eli is moving mad. Yeah. You go not a sweet boy, yes. no. no. Mm-hmm. It's a different thing. Yeah. You know like you see what I mean like hate, yeah, you say yeah. no our city girls were good. Like but rarely you hear a boy say no I'm moving mad. Yeah, you, you, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. City girl is like self-branded mm-hmm. but like moving mad is someone telling you you're moving yeah. mad. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So mm-hmm. I mean it's still yeah. people I mean, are still definitely be- better. I think mm-hmm. women are becoming they are rebelling. Yeah. And yeah. I want them to continue rebelling yeah. because mm-hmm. these people who are being have, had sex with Kwani Sini Sisi. Yeah, I mean to each yeah, yeah. you want anyway. So yeah. even as we are moving mad with you yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want them to move mad and yeah. like I move, you know, and if I don't move I don't move like mm. I just want to get to a place where it, do, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's an issue. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like yeah, she, oh she's like this cuz she's single. Oh she just got out of a relationship. It's fine. Yeah. Just be safe. Be safe. Be safe. Where does the judgment mainly come from is it from guys or girls oh Ooh. wow i don't that's know good question because yeah. typically you think that the guys are saying both. it but then within your female circles is yeah. it the same i'll mm, want to know like mm, yeah oh good question good question I, i think it should be ladies both. tell us please lonzi yeah. tell us yeah i think both because mm. if you if you even think about um like if you honestly think about some of our conversations um, <laughs> even as girls mm. <laughs> if you're talking about a babe who is moving mad <laughs> i don't think you really say it from uh from the same perspective that you'd say mm. a guy a, a, a guy, guy is moving mm. yeah mm. is moving mad i know we want to mm. but i don't know if we really do i don't know if the tone is the same it's not the mm. same it's not the same. Right. yeah the same. There's, there's a tone i wonder why yeah. i think the why maybe uh, and it's something i'm realizing recently it's because we've been socialized to be chosen as women we're yeah. not socialized to do the choosing and like what men are taught you do your get a job get your money get your house choose a partner mm. women you be a good woman and someone will pick yeah. you yeah so what i want and what i'd wish for women to understand is dating is about you choosing the right partner for you yeah. and if that means moving mad to understand how people move in these streets i think that's okay but i think maybe that's the why 
because you're told to stay home, be a good woman, and a good man will choose, mm-hmm. will choose you. Mm-hmm. He will wife if you're you. out here in the streets, what man will want to marry you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're not wife. Whereas in, in true mm-hmm. sense, we can also do the goddamn choosing yeah. in the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So do you think that in the streets, the women actually choose? And then when it comes to now a relationship, it's more the guy takes a leading role mm-hmm. and chooses. Because let's say mm-hmm. it's a Saturday, Five guys might go out saying, we want to, you know, we want to pull. Mm. But if the girl's not interested, mm. you can spend as much money as you yeah. want. It's yeah. not going to happen. Men, we, we know within two yeah. to three minutes, by the way. Don't yeah. waste your money. So Don't like waste your time. Oh. Within two to three minutes, we two know to whether we're going to yeah. give it up. Also, men have a self, like, we're so, what's the word? Like, uh, so what's the word I'm trying to say? Like we are so in our heads that we think we are the ones who are doing the choosing. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, there's an so arrogance to that. We are so arrogant about yeah. it. But like the lady will, mm. that one. Yeah. yeah. They know exactly. They are. We're so in our heads. We think we are the ones who are running things. Or yeah. most of the time, you're really running nothing. Yeah. 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 You're getting run. Because think about it. Like yeah. a typical guy. Sorry, typical guy. If say he's got he's quite liquid, right? Mm. And he'll now try use his resource in a say club setting, which is where people go to. I won't use the word hunt, but like when people go to like <laughs> exchange, like, you know, chats, right? So typically you see the guy chats. thinks I'm running stuff, I'm spending like, I won't say a figure, but a lot of money, mm. assuming that he's going to be getting the seven girls that are at his table. At the end of the night, they're all going to go home together anyway. Mm. So who's actually the fool in that scenario? Like he's not choosing, even though he's doing the effort of saying this is how things are going to go. Mm. That's what I've personally seen mm. from far away. One of the key things mm. I learned um, especially about that situation is because um, and I and I and I told this to, I think George and Eli have, have kind of shared this insight to them. Um, when you're someone who's effective at doing things in life, like when you've learned how to be effective at let's say your profession or at something, and you're known for something outside of the money, you've found a different way to communicate your stability, and that is very clear. I've seen with women because like yeah. women, the thing I've seen them seek in my life has been like. They want like, someone who's stable, someone who has that, you know, emotional and financial stability. And if you can communicate that without doing it in a way that kind of harms you, you'll always be in the green. You'll always be okay. Mm-hmm. And one of the most effective ways of doing that is picking something and being good at it and focusing your energies on being good at that. Mm-hmm. And also being good at re- relating with people every day, like just having solid communications with people because i mean solid conversations with people because when you meet someone in a second like ivy said she'll be able to identify i can take this conversation here Mm. i can take this conversation there Mm. because Mm. you are able to handle that conversation Mm. and you find that you do it without spending as much (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's it's been one of those insights that like has really helped my confidence uh inside and outside of the bedroom like the ability to know that I can connect with someone on any plane, whether mm. it's a mental, intellectual, I mean, intellectual, emotional, spiritual, even to an extent. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I think it's because the definition mm. of a man now is definitely changing. Yeah. Like, mm. it's not just, I need this man. Like, you have to have some more depth mm. than yeah. just maybe your career, et cetera. Yeah. So I think that's why, why yeah. I sort of seeing that. One of the best quotes my mentor told me was that girls are just attracted now to progression. Like, they don't really care about what okay. you do now. They want to see what's the trajectory, like, mm-hmm. what are you doing outside of, like, this moment now? Why is it a Thursday? And you've got time to be out. What are you doing on Friday morning? Yeah. So he always says mm-hmm. progression is now the thing that he sees women are definitely looking for. Because he has a workforce of very young ladies. So they're mm-hmm. always talking about in the office, you know, etc. And what he's seen in like the late 20s is just progression. Mm-hmm. Is progression the same yeah. as potential? I yeah, think so mm, potential, potential can be stagnant. Yeah. Potential can be stagnant. You might not do anything yeah. about you. Okay. 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 One of the questions that we've been asked to address mm-hmm. is uh, <laughs> the relationship between sex 
and money, right? Mm. Um, and I, I just want to put this question uh, to the ladies. Do you think that there's a relationship between a man of means and his sexual performance and a man without means and their sexual performance? Well, do, do, we, do, we, do we, okay, wait, question, <laughs> question, question. Do we, are we just saying man or like a partner or par- with means? Yeah, partner. Yeah, partner, regardless, partner. right? Okay. Yes, yes. Cool, yeah. cheers. Cool. Yes, because I want to take it with the ladies. And then yeah, to the ladies, yeah. 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 So regardless of... Yes. Regardless yeah. of sexual orientation. I got yes, it. we are... Uh, Yes, we are a conscious podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Jules was really... Jules. <laughs> Shoot the shot. I'm trying. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, be honest. Let me tell you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's perception. Yeah. So, I... <laughs> <laughs> Drink some water. <laughs> so maybe you guys can tell me what the word is yeah. that I'm looking for. The mm. adjective. I don't know if it's perception or illusion. Mm. Mm. Are we with somebody who doesn't have money? And the D game, mm-hmm. lit. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. They don't have money, yeah. yeah. But I, I, I mean, this girl thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not okay, guys. Yeah. I'm not alright. Yeah. <laughs> then I've been with a very, very, very wealthy, not even rich, persons. Mm. Yeah. And it wasn't the best, you know. But yeah. like. At least we were in a nice bed. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, you know, okay. room service. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I think we can, you know, I can educate yeah. this yeah. person. The full yeah. experience. Yeah. yeah. But so now, so I think, so so that's what I'm saying. The money, you know what Drake says? Can't see because the money in the way. Yeah. <laughs> the money will really blind it you. Blind yeah. you. Like, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. You can yeah. accommodate this. Yeah. But yeah. your um, partner A, yeah. they came with I that game of partner B. Yeah. yeah. And we're in a... And that makes it so hard to find. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. To find yeah. a guy who has good dick and yeah. a lot of money and yeah. like a good heart. Yeah. 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 That's oh, a lot, man. That's a lot. The guy without money, you know, it's, he also knows he has nothing else to offer. Man. Or like, it's the... I feel like it's if if the a woman doesn't see <laughs> that security with you, you know, they know <laughs> in the bedroom I have to. Yeah. yeah. I have to perform. But and not, you, yeah, but not all broke... Um, Male, yeah, okay. Please don't be offended if I call you a broke man. If you're offended, <laughs> then check yourself. Yeah, not all broke men have um good, good true sexual true, performance, true. yeah. And performance is subjective, it's really mm. subjective to be honest. Not all yeah. of them have good, good performance, yeah. That's that. true, that's but, true. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's a thing we say sometimes, like you know, yeah. maybe it's because there's nothing else, but maybe it's a, again, it's that perception. <laughs> it's a we're creating narrative, yeah, maybe where there should be no narrative, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true. But if somebody has money, mm. like, and that you know, those things the women want to feel comfort, mm. emotional, I mean, financial, financial stability, stability. Mm. when I'm pregnant and I'm down for those eight, nine months, and yeah. the postpartum months mm. i can still be taken care of i didn't still have to be hustling and hustling hustling yeah hard because yeah. a human being i need to take care of those mm. are the things you think about of i don't know if it's innate but they say it's innate yeah anyways when somebody has a lot of money a lot a lot a lot there's a lot of things that can be compromised that can yep. be you can turn a blind eye yeah because yeah. at the end of the day my yeah. comfort is no, I'm just being real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. How it is. So money, true, money true helps. <laughs> I don't know if it helps performance. Maybe yeah. for a man, it may make you feel maybe confidence. Maybe confidence. 
or, or an or, illusion of confidence yeah because mm. yeah. you know you smell good and you've got in that expensive aftershave and you have yeah. a nice watch and a dangling necklace is mm-hmm. expensive yeah. you know so yeah money. and it's a nice bed as well yeah. and it's a nice bed nice money, money is power 10 inch mattress yeah, yeah. yeah money but, is power but at least it's the mattress yeah, yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah. but my but the thing is right his, oh, sorry excuse me but the thing is right so if we're talking about sort of choosing a partner right the two things you've kind of alluded to is the experience in the bedroom right and then the life experience this guy with money is giving you right yeah however both of those aren't i don't think they're the ultimatum because regardless after a certain period of time say with the guy with a lot of money he might be giving you the great experiences with life but then like on an intellectual level on yeah. like an understanding sure. level it doesn't balance right mm. and then even now this guy without with really good game but he doesn't have the money like mm. you're still going to just be stuck with this sort of one experience so i feel yeah. like you have to kind of find the one that has a blend of each yeah. because if you're looking for a long-term experience you're going to get bored of any of them yeah. after a while you get bored of money after a while yeah. you get bored of sex after a while if we're zooming mm. in on just sexual performance mm. and sex in mm. the bedroom That's why I was like, this is this is that's what I'm saying. It's mm. a, you can you can forego a lot. Yeah. Mm. But if you're talking about the whole sumness of life, mm. I mean, I'd have stayed with that person, Basi, mm. the person I'm talking about, because mm. they they've given me the life I wanted. But mm. there was a lot lacking yeah. for me in terms of that um, emotional. So was it yeah. more Whatever. about the intimate, the intimacy of the sexual experience, or was it more about the sexual performance between both parties? Because now I've kind of had to fact that in in the conversation, <clears throat> because. If someone has a better understanding of how to be intimate with you and can customize their sexual and love experience with you, then do we throw out the economic concerns, the financial concerns that you have? Because like you are able to experience, you know, many spectrums of yourself in terms of loving yourself and being happy with yourself and also being satisfied in the bedroom then do you compromise for the for the man who doesn't have much but he's giving you that or do you still remain hardline that is that is that is that is subject to everybody individually yeah. some people yeah. are driven yeah. by different things yeah. yeah you can't eat love oscar like <laughs> you can love each other you can have the deepest connection but at some point you also need to think about the financial reality. side yeah. of it yeah because the reality is i mean if we are In the beginning maybe it might be cute we are broke we are still trying nini nini but we love each other mm. in our one bedroom mm. but i mean when time passes you want elevation yeah. for yourself and even for Progress your partner you know yeah. yeah and um if you look at now the other side where things haven't quite balanced out like he's not the best lay that you've ever had i honestly think just like you know what Jules was saying the arranged marriage the love can come yeah Even the even the good lay can yes. be you know you yes. can work towards mm. that you can work yeah. towards yeah. good good sex good yeah. sex yes the if more the, you learn each both, other if you're both willing exactly to be and open that vulnerability it's a very an openness yeah because yeah. Mm. it's hard to yeah. tell somebody mm. it, um Mm. maybe we need to yeah oh. like how do you the delivery you have to think yeah. about so many things yeah. like, honestly i think if you're open it's possible exactly yeah. have you been in a position maybe mm. the question is have you been in a position where the yeah. sex was not the best yeah but it has developed into something that um you're enjoying mm. yeah mm. Um, because the sex is first of all sex is not the end and be all of a relationship it really is not no. yeah it really is it's not. a crucial part but it's not the yeah yeah it's, it seems yeah. then the that open-mindedness is the is the key then 
Yes. Mm. And vulnerability. Okay, so way we say in business, hire for attitude because skill can always be taught. Yes. Mm. So Come if you on. have that a winning attitude yeah. where you want to understand me yeah. and give me the thing, yeah. Yeah. the skills we will teach you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're asking. You're asking. Yeah. How can I do this mm. better? Yeah. 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 No. And sometimes you come to uh, to like uh, you come to the table thinking yeah. you have all the skills and then they're like, mm. yeah. Shock on you. You have the right skills for the wrong job. Thank you. You're a pilot, but this is a lorry. Thank you. Attitude also, like you're saying, attitude matters, your partner's attitude, their disposition. Are they just defensive, angry, and you can't even have an open conversation because Vita ego is too big. No, that's a problem now with sex. Sex and ego. Sex and ego. They don't like each other. Yeah, and then also not in an ideal situation, but there's also a lot of women who have different men for different things because there's not one man who will have all that um the d the money it's possible so you have, it's possible it's very rare <laughs> that you find that so mm. you'll have a woman who you know is okay with having multiple partners and she knows that i will get security from this person i will get my sexual fulfillment from this person i will get Intimacy my emotional you know yeah. and that's that happens. It happens. Yeah. I would love to live in a society like that. You know, <laughs> you know, I wish, you know, I'm thanking. I'm thanking God. Yeah. This has been recorded because I will watch this back. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm learning a lot, uh, yeah. even now, Satya. Um, yeah. I want to take the conversation towards the gentleman now because um, yeah. even for us, I think I wanted to know. And I'll start with my brother, Elijah. That's not my name, buddy. <laughs> I was like, who's that? Jay. We have another guest. We have another guest. Brother Eli. Brother Eli. Brother Eli from across the room, man. Um, so, have you seen any linkages between financial success, um, your sexual partners, and, um, you know, uh, sexual performance? Mm. I'll speak theoretically. Um, <laughs> no, so there's one thing that I saw was that one of the biggest factors of like sexual anxiety and a lack of sexual performance is linked to stress, right? Mm. So it's kind of like a two-sided coin because on the one hand, maybe you're progressing in life financially, it's going very well. Yeah. And you're now obviously getting a lot of options, etc., which seems to be a natural progression as a guy. Mm. But if you're high stress... Even if you've got all of those options, you're not going to mm. sort of enjoy it, right? Mm. So that's one, and then it kind of becomes like a feedback loop. Because now if you if you become broke, you're now stressed about money, and the sexual performance still doesn't, doesn't mm. like go to where it needs to be. So what I've basically found is, in my experience, um, I've tried to just... <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I really don't like talking about it specifically as me, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I think what my experience with it has been, Oscar, I hate that you've asked this question. Uh, you said off camera that I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely, we said off camera going to do it. Vulnerability. Um, yeah, yeah, vulnerability. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so one of the things I think in to do with that is I look for things outside of like career and money that is now linked to sex. Because one of the big factors for me that can maybe boost sexual performance is things like the gym. Things like taking mm. care of my mental outside right. of things to do with success. So that the linkage isn't as like, it's not as a clear linkage as money equals sex, right? Mm. It's a clear linkage that if you want to have good sex, sometimes you have to be in the gym. Sometimes you have to be looking after yourself physically, not just monetary. Mm. So that's the kind of balance that I've tried to strike in my life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. 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 That's good. Well done. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard Stamina. act. Go to the gym. Hey! Like a Performer. Performer. Uh, I think for me, um, 
So, so one of the most crucial things about like having sex with someone is being attracted to them. Mm. And I think what money does is that it allows some bits of you to be more attractive, yeah. right? Like when someone meets you and you smell good, you're, oh. it's a tick yeah. Yeah. going from zero to one, right? Mm. So you have one point already. And mm. then maybe like um, uh, you've, you're learned, mm. you're exposed to different markets. So the mm. stories you're, you're talking about mm. is because you got on a plane and went somewhere else mm. and that was facilitated by money. Yeah. Maybe let's say, for example, you, you dress well. So mm. that, those are all things that are facilitated by money and mm. also mm. make you more attractive. Mm. 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 So that's what I think the connection between money and sex is mm. like it, it I, most of the time, like when people meet you at a social gathering, uh, mm. they don't know what you do. They mm. don't know how much money you have. It's mm. how you present and carry yourself exactly. and how you look and how you smell and how you mm. interact with people. Mm. So that now, that's how someone can pick you out from like a crowd and say, damn, mm. who's mm. that guy? You know, mm. like I want to like, cause what Ivy was saying, they know from the first two minutes, mm. whether they want to be with you. Mm. They don't know what you do or what, what yeah. they just know. Yeah. yeah, I want that person, you mm. know. So mm. like, you have no idea how much money th that person makes. Mm. So I think money now just allows you to act a certain way that's very different. Act, look, behave a certain way. Yeah. That's different. So I think that's where the the mm. connection between money and sex now comes in mm. personally. For Before me. Oscar yeah. answers, and the flip side, if it's a woman with money or a partner, is super mm. attractive. Is it okay? Sure. I like a, a woman who also has their own thing going. Mm. I could tell you the boys in the room. Come on, yeah. We can yeah. echo, and we're thinking the same way. There's something about yeah. a woman who has their things going on that mm -hmm. is super attractive, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. someone that just you know like mm -hmm. has a conversation a certain way, and mm -hmm. like. Mm. Is it because you know you don't have to take care of them? No, no. it's just That's a beautiful mm. question. It's the, <laughs> yeah. not, like, not even I that. Like I, I don't think I don't think it's even that because most of the time, like a woman who can take care of herself, also like when you want to take care of them, then it, you have to go an extra mile because they've already done everything themselves, mm. right? Yeah. They don't need you. They don't need yeah. you, so you also have to go, uh, you know, a certain uh, a, a certain extra mile. But there's just there's something about someone has that has their own thing going that's mm. extremely yeah. attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Same way, like. But it's also very subjective because a lot of people also like projects that they can, you know, yes. men like yeah. women like projects that, you know, you can pick up, dust him up and make yeah. him, you know, the most attractive mm. men, the same thing. Mm. So it's very subjective, mm. but it works both ways. Sometimes yeah. you get into a room and you look and you're like, yeah. she smells nice. Or like her hair looks that. good, you know, like, yeah. or yeah, like her, her blazer mm. looks nice and mm. she speaks yeah. You know, like fluently, it's yeah, not yeah. so like what up, like it's what's up, yeah, it is what is up, yeah, yeah, so tiny stuff like that, yeah. So, I think it applies both ways. Excellent question. Can I jump off the back of your question with now as guys with girls? Yeah, I think for me, it's two things you've kind of touched on, right. Number one is the fact, I don't know if I've got, it's like a thing I need to work on, mm -hmm. but it's knowing that somebody wants you, doesn't need you. That's huge for me. Mm -hmm. Because if I feel like this is transactional for you, mm -hmm. I'm like, where are we actually connecting? Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. if it's all to do with monetary. Mm -hmm. And then the other flip side about when they've got something that they're actually doing with their life. Mm -hmm. And I always say this on our Instagram lives, the, what, the number one thing that's attractive for me, apart from the braids thing, is, <laughs> is when a lady, you <laughs> ask her about something and then they have so much passion mm. explaining that they love something. Mm. And a lot of the time, if they love that thing so much, you that's normally what they're doing. That's normally what they're excelling at. Mm. So for me, those are the two things that why when I see a lady doing something, mm. it's those factors. Yeah. Wanting not needing and having a passion that you can now discuss with me. Yeah, Ivy, I want you to note wow. that prior to you asking that question, it didn't even cross their minds to think about the financial place mm. that a woman is in. 
Like mm. for us mm. men, it's never a factor. Mm. We never sit down and go, it's a factor. Mm. But if it's there, it's a huge plus. Mm. It's super attractive. Yeah. Mm. It's like, super attractive. For me, my experience has been um, the lifestyle. Women are attracted to a lifestyle. They're attracted mm. not to you throwing cash about and they're attracted to the full package of who you are. Mm. And for some reason, I've noticed that the women I've interacted <clears throat> with are very good at like identifying that at a very fast, fast-paced way. Mm. That the three, four minutes, this woman will already know who you are in terms of where you are mentally, where you're intellectually, how far can I take this conversation mm. socially, who's what type of respect are you getting in this room? Mm. One of the one of my very good friends used to be in bottle service, right? And this was like growing up in Saudi, and she always used to tell me, I know who to go to to pay this bill oh. in a table. I, oh. I just need one minute. I can sit down, look around, and I'll know in a minute who's the one who's going to clear this bill. Mm. And and she yes. also knows who to speak to yeah. for more bottles to be ordered. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And most of the time, the person ordering and the person paying are not the same. not the same person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an insight. That, wow. Yeah, that's really? an insight. That, yeah, it's not always the same guy. That's an insight that, oh. like, that's an insight that was told to me that I've held on for so long in life. And... I've reached a stage where I'm seeing it play in action in my in my life legitimately, mm. um, because I've realized that um, for us as men, the more we invest in ourselves, the more we stay focused on like our own development and our own growth, the better the re- the return on investment in terms of the women we attract and the conversations that we have. Mm. Um, uh, and I told you like this: the best dates I've ever gone for are with women who have that perspective of I've also built a business. Mm. I know the stress of. Mm. building a business mm-hmm. i know the stress of you know um studying going studying abroad mm-hmm. having that experience mm-hmm. there's a lot to share with someone who's actually living a life that has and that's beautiful mm-hmm. and conversations between two people like that it just it's just like incredible one of mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. one of the best parts of my life right now is that that i'm getting to meet people who are legitimately like pursuing goals and achieving excellence and I get to be inspired by those people. Mm-hmm. So you see, it, it, it has no, you, you might say, don't think there's no sexual connotation with what you've just said. <laughs> Trust me. There is a huge. Things are good. There is a huge. My goodness. Sir, sir, sir Oscar. Um, it's been about seven months since we, had, we were on a podcast set. Are you still single? Yes, sir. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Cool. Thanks. Yes, I just wanted to know. Yes, so, yes, you know, yes, still on the journey. Still yes, on the journey. I'm still, I'm, I'm still on the journey as I transition. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Yeah. So, so none of these people you've been on dates with, nothing. All these people that are attract, attractive and have, <sighs> have, have things going on for you know, themselves. You, you know, Georgie, it's mm. not about the destination. It's about the journey. Well, we're not going to go back there. <laughs> it's about the journey. Yeah, this journey. Yeah, this journey is, it's yeah. mine. It's, it's anyway. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I want to yeah. take it, I want to take it somewhere else. Thank you so much, guys, for that. Just that part of this conversation. I feel like I've learned so much. I want to take it now to um, the place of society mm. and culture and con- contraception. Okay. Mm. So, um, mm. you know, like there's a lot of talk on social media, on media about the use of condoms. Yeah. And the use of um, yes, u- use of condoms as a contraceptive, and you will see that in music. It's I don't know if I'd say looked down upon or like, there's a lot of lyrics online. Like I listen to a lot of hip hop um, about you know using condoms and condom use uh, in your own lives. How do you kind of counter this narrative that's being fed um, about condoms not being? 100% safe, condoms being, you're not seen as a risk taker, you're not seen as being a it's performer, not it's not mm. sexy mm. to use condoms. Like, how do you how do you perceive the product itself as individuals? So when you hear the word condom, mm. what comes into mind? 
Hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say, well, I'm not easy. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just even trying to think of, like you're saying, these these youngins, they're not. I don't know. I think they would rather like remember this thing that was called chukwa selfie. Like you test, you test yourselves before you have um, mm-hmm. sex, uh, just to check if any of you. Um, have any any issues but for me to you know i think i'm from the old school generation like condoms have saved me a lot of like i think they're the most peaceful or peace what do you call it what's the adjective there like peace inducing contraceptive Mm -hmm. i guess i would say like the Mm -hmm. you get the most peace of mind from using a condom and i wish i don't even know if i see that many ads about condoms Mm -hmm. anymore like our time it was like directs would be on tv you know We'd see those ads, but now I think I have to go really look on social media to find an ad about um, condoms. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's also the stage of life you're at. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe the young kids, yeah, they get to see it more. I remember also in our day, if you yeah. if you were coming to me and it's not direct, uh, it's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. 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 You know, even when, 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 when you said that, when you That's said nice that, I've actually remembered. Yeah. Like when we we're younger, when we we're in uni, it was one of the it was a small status symbol. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was like, what do you come with? For the past. Yeah. 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 Not the free ones, not the government ones. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't come yeah. with GABA things. When mm. someone checks a Cadurex, you're like, like okay. 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 That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's the first time you can think of like, a, like a, a condom that smelled nice. Mm. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. That is a real big thing for you, I think. Mm. Yeah. I've said it more than once, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Condoms that smell nice, she smells nice. Even on our sets. Yeah. Even on mm. our sets. Okay. But the, the, I realize as well, like a lot of people react to the flavored condoms. The flavored yeah. condoms, yeah. yeah. Because I think, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Because of the... um. Fragrance? I, I, yeah, 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 I guess, we, yeah. We were all educated to use Durex. Like, it was like, bruh, don't go with them in anything else. Because, mm. uh, you know, that is the visa um, <laughs> to access the state. And that felt That is very true. I'm sorry, it felt, um, it, it felt <laughs> like more <laughs> realistic. Uh, like, more without saying. the condom. Mm-hmm. My first sexual interaction, I was 16. The lady's name was Lulu. Mm-hmm. I told my parents I'm going for a Kesha. Whoa. So they were expecting me in church. Yeah. <laughs> Very heavily. Dear Shell Myth. I love you, mom. Um, <laughs> so she knew I was going to church and she was waiting for me in church. Mm-hmm. But it was like one of those cash. It was New Year's actually. 16. Lulu lived like maybe 20 minutes away from the house. And I remember we went to her house and her parents were in the room, uh, like the next room. But she was in the living room. The parents, I think, were sleeping or something, but they were not coming out. She locked the door, but she said, so she had had intercourse before. Mm-hmm. So I think she was 15, but she she had had maybe intercourse once or twice. But um, she told me the only way now, this, I can show you a few things, but you have to have a condom. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I ever interacted with a condom. Best seven minutes of my life. Including... Including cuddle time. No, no, no. Including cuddle time. Cuddle time. Best, yeah. Best seven minutes of my life, but 
like I remember that was the first interaction. And then after that, anything that didn't involve a condom felt like you were doing something that was completely wrong. Yeah. yeah. You know, like she did tell me, mm, we're done. You're not going to go to church now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's my PTSD. But oh, I'm never dating and call Lulu. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the first time. And then anything after that felt either shunned upon or mm. like, we've not seen this on TV. Like, how can you have sex without a condom? You know, mm. and that's been the case ever since. Mm. Until now, you start to experience life without a condom and you're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But it still feels like having a condom is the right thing to do because that's yeah. what you've seen on TV. You've seen, yeah. you know. So yeah. that was uh, our first interaction. I would, yeah. You speak mm, still, as, uh, yeah. Lulu, how is she? Would you still speak? How, how is we Lulu? haven't sp- spoken actually. That's mm. that's over almost yeah one and a half decades. So, later. so I really hope she's doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, can you tell us your first or no? Uh, I think I'll tell you my first experience with a condom. Mm. Um, let me guess, I, it was I, in a I, book. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It was definitely. It was in the, in, the, in the footnotes. I was like, huh? <laughs> Carry one. He was saying he uh, went and checked the references. Then he says I was 15. I'm like, what? Wow. <laughs> How did you even 15, know that you can check references? That's what I mean, the lawyer, I mean. Oh, no, nah, listen. Uh, I think fundamentally, when you're thinking about condoms for me as a guy, mm. it's that anxiety yeah. than... Um, just something for a sexual act. It's more about like, how can I kind of make sure we are both safe? It's also something for safety. You see, like yeah. you're protecting your relationship with someone. Yeah. Mm. So it's just that, it, like it provides that, it's a big safety net. And like you said, it's very peace inducing mm. yeah. because you're, you're not having um, anxieties around certain yeah, subjects. Especially for a woman, like yes. after yes. you have sex with somebody and um, they've used a condom, I'm, Man, it's like, oh, that's it. Mm. I don't have to go to my calendar app. Mm. I don't have to panic. Mm. I don't have to go take a test. I don't have to. It's like we're done and I can Mm. go home. Mm. There's no, there's nothing else. Mm. But my experience with condoms has been different. Um, I think you guys are talking from a very vanilla point of view. (laughs) Qua grounds, you have to ask a man to please wear a condom. They might bring it. Mm. We are actually in campus. I used to have my own. Um, and I remember there used to be 169 shillings, 165 shillings in Nakumat. And I'm like, okay, I have 1,000 shillings, I'll buy it. And then this will last me, you know, yeah. because I could never trust this person to yeah. show up with the economy. Like, ah, ah, you know, it's far, it's what? So I'm like, yeah. me, let me take yeah. initiative and have mm. the condoms in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and because oh, uh, On the same baby, before you continue, how did the man react when they saw you had a condom? I don't know. They didn't tell me. It's just like, let's do it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, in fact, I didn't even go into who, who is carrying the condom, who isn't. Gotcha, me, gotcha. I'm just like me, I'm trying to protect myself. Yeah. Because this baby is going to be mine. Yes. Okay. Even yes. if I get, is it syphilis? Mine, yeah. mine won't show until, what is it, two months or mm-hmm. three weeks? This guy will know in 48 hours and he can decide to tell me Watch or this. not tell me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, might, he might feel pain when he's peeing. Mm-hmm. Is that syphilis? And then he won't tell That's me. Okay. Or oh, is it gonorrhea? Yeah. You know, because for, for women, I think the stakes are much much yeah, higher. Yeah. My experience has been different in the sense that I when I when I went to you were going to the England soon, my darling. We went to UK and um, I was moving mad. <laughs> <laughs> I had the best time in the UK when I, the dating scene. It, it, there was no stress, I guess, because I no one knew me. I didn't know anyone. Mm. But every time. In the, you know how the thing with condoms, the issue is that, oh, it, it, okay, for me anyway, it, I feel like it interrupts the flow. It does. Mm. So, so you're like, somebody has to be like, okay, wait, go, strap, mm. come back, you know. But if there, I think it's so normalized mm. with these people. Mm. 
you know, you're in the middle of Mamunchu Munchu, and then somebody stands up and they're like, God, what's going Munchu? on? Munchu? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, what oh, the heck? What's in the 19th? Munchu? Mamunchu? Mamate? I don't know, that's what they're doing. This video is so you're you're deep in the strokes yeah okay i love who the guy just stands up and me i remember the first thing it happened i was like i thought i'd done something wrong yeah and then it's like and i'm like oh okay and then it happened again and then it happened again and i'm like I don't know if these London boys are like just more. It, it's is it cautious? I don't know. For them, maybe random condom rappers are cool. Mm. You don't know who talks about hip hop lyrics. You know, mm. um, Kendrick is like back when condom rappers <laughs> wasn't cool. Mm. Yeah. Um. But and that for me in Kenya, I feel like it's me who say stop, wait, Nini, mm. go get what what. Am mm. I have to be strategic? I put it at the pillow. Mm. You know, like I have to think. Yeah. Do <laughs> you have to plan ahead? Yeah, because ahead. a guy, if you show him, <gasps> yeah, that is so right. Mm. Yeah. So right. Mm. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. So. <laughs> I applaud you guys for and I hope that's how it is for ground yeah. but me my call out is yeah. for men please just normalize it that's normalize it normalize it get the get the the the, the variant that you like if it's yeah. performer if it's further life it's whatever mm-hmm. just normalize it get it out of the way yeah and you know yeah. i don't know yeah, in fact ground in, in is some super countries different, yeah. it's it's yep. considered rape like if mm. a guy doesn't use a condom and doesn't tell you. Yes. Yeah. Or if he says he's used a condom and then yeah, takes and it out midway, yeah. that's considered mm, rape. Yeah. 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 Consent has been withdrawn there from. Yep. I think what happens okay. to speak on, on the UK thing, um, I think what happened <laughs> oh, yeah, is, UK boy. yeah, mm. what happens is like the culture stemmed from the education, right? Yeah. So because it was rammed down, I won't say that, because it was, <laughs> because it was, it was really, <laughs> she said, <laughs> It was uh, it was really emphasized yeah. uh, the fact like in sex ed, like you do sex ed every single week mm-hmm. in year eleven for, nearly, for like two years, right? So you're consistently told about this. So when you sort of leave education in a in a bar when you're twenty, if you say I didn't wear a condom, you're you're like a sucker. You're like, why would you not? Right. Whereas here it's kind of like, oh, I went like raw, and everyone's like, oh, like, mm. whiskey yeah. type, or like yeah. pulling out, etc. Yeah. But yeah, I think there, I think the key is the education being just like the terms the education has to be so repetitive mm. that it's actually bleeds into the culture and it becomes mm. cool yeah. because there's that kind of pride in your body and they've kind of really enforced that on you so mm. that's probably why the guys that you were yeah, yeah. i wish I, I we need to see yeah. more of that yeah. in that. kenya because I, I don't know how you guys learned about sex in in, in school for us it was very like mechanical mm. it, was it was under the it was chapter three whatever in form three the chapter of reproduction yeah. and it's took with pollination classics <laughs> mm. chapter with pollination so it's reproduction of yeah. plants and animals and yeah. then we are under animals mm. did you and guys get the cucumber did they come with no, the cucumber no what are you talking about those so, are things like, you saw on tv tell us about the tell us about the cucumber so there would be a lady that would come in uh there'd be a lady that would arrive at school 
and she would do the classes. It's a tough topic. She'll do the classes and she would come in and everybody has to have a go at putting the con- boys and girls. Everyone has a go at doing oh. it until you sort of get it right. Yeah. And so it was like, it was kind of at the first lesson, you're kind of giggling. Then you're told about the severity of it and like, okay, now I need to learn this. Mm. So that's now, again, how it got into the... Yeah. Yeah. Your, taxes, your taxes allowed you to buy cucumbers for every school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And then Kenya from here. Yeah. And in Kenya, another quality I have is like these parents who are saying children should not learn about sex. Yeah, oh my goodness. Guys, look at the statistics. Look yeah. at the numbers. Yeah. There's so much teenage, uh, pregnancy. teenage pregnancy, mm. especially yes. in those societies where people like, you know, at least in Nairobi, kuna watu mechaloka kidogo. That's COVID time. Have more access to internet and whatever. Yeah. The, the, the issue of social economic issues, you know, I don't have to sleep with this border border guy to pay me, I mean, to, to pay pads. for my school fees or to mm. buy my pads. But the thing is, like, you have to, th- just because people talk about sex does not make them want to have sex. It might make them more interested, but now they're empowered. Mm. What you might, what you will not, as soon as puberty hits, we are going to be interested in sex. Kids yeah. are going to be interested mm. in sex. Mm. And yeah. it, it's hormonal. You mm. cannot stop it. Empower yeah. the kids. Me, mm. look, you have to look at Preach. it from a lens of empowerment. Mm. And you empower them by teaching them how to use condoms mm. and to normalize condoms. Mm. Because mm. for me, I remember thinking the first time I, uh, I had sex, I was I actually had the thought, oh, maybe we shouldn't use a condom so it can be special. What? Mm. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I, I did um, end up getting condoms. Yeah. Mm. And the guy didn't show up with Amy. Can you imagine? But oh. I bought my own condoms. But I remember thinking, it's because there's no that thing of, mm. it's cool to use condoms. Yeah, it's very, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's reckless to not use it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, okay, I'll, I'll just kind of second your point because like very well put. Um, there was a time Eli and I were doing a conference, um, Maisha conference on yes. AIDS control. And the and the highest demographic where you're seeing a lot of growth in, in the spread of the virus is actually among like teenagers. Mm-hmm. Because people, um, Kenyan's sexual debut is happening at a much younger age now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's exposing a lot of young Kenyans, basically the next generation to the HIV struck AIDS. Scourge. Yeah, it's like the numbers are coming back to yeah. what they were. And, mm-hmm. and so there's a huge resurgence, man. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's it's important for us to like destigmatize or to kind of not think badly of use of condoms and to actually yeah. make it a habit, like you said. It has to be culturally acceptable to use condoms and to kind of experience sex with them and to not have any connotations yeah. around that question. So yeah. thank you guys. So much. So, final question. Before you move to your final question, I have a question. Yeah. Whose responsibility is it to make being safe or make using condoms cool? That was actually the final question. question. Oh, thank you. There we go. Hey, there we go. There we go. There we go. Ah, thanks. What a performer! What a performer! She made a lasting impression. I really made a lasting impression, guys. Oh, okay. Take it away. Um. Okay. Uh, responsibility. I think. It's, I think it's everyone's responsibility. Mm. I think we all have to take care of our sexual health for whatever reasons that mm. you might have, whatever subjective justifications you might have for taking care of your sexual health. You have to do it very consciously because, like, you know, the repercussions are crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, let's name everyone. Because you say everyone, everyone's going to think everyone's going to do it. Yeah. Mm. Let's name everyone. The everyone. It's the responsibility of, of government, mm-hmm. policymakers, yes. schools. Mm-hmm. I think even churches, although they're like, oh my gosh, mm. come yeah, on. All yeah, of you, churches. how did you get there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, family, family, parents, people mm-hmm. in um, positions of 
leadership yes and i think also older it's brothers good. older sisters yeah, older siblings. yeah but i think um, oh. also it's good to you know parents let's not also shame them so much i think there's a discussion we're having with parents um a few weeks ago on a different production i was on and it's like we just don't know how to do, have the conversations mm. yeah so maybe even the people who are in those positions yeah. need to be taught and trained how to have this conversation destigmatize yeah destigmatize exactly because even yeah. then they were not because we didn't grow up like that yeah. we didn't grow up like that yeah. mm. and they don't know either mm. so those are the people i mean those are everyone yeah for well, me i think the government stops shying away and stops saying kenya will decide this is not our culture it's not our culture but look at the numbers it's happening it's happening mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. um i agree with jules mm. um more so on the fact that I don't know who it is who is going to I don't know who's going to train the people mm. who need to do this aside from the government and the policy makers mm. now when we come into the society I I I don't know who's going to train people how to deliver this message mm. because I feel like the way it was delivered to us like Jules said was very mechanical very functional mm. very much at least for us as girls very much Mm-hmm. you will get pregnant mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and there's kind of that thing of you get pregnant and you'll be by yourself mm-hmm. the guy doesn't have to be there with you you know so mm-hmm. it was fear was instilled in us mm-hmm. and that's that's just how we grew mm-hmm. but um i think the narrative has to change because yeah. i people are going to have sex anyway kids are yeah. going to have sex anyway yeah. mm-hmm. but start, yeah start let me just yes so we start a foundation and we do it And, sexual, and education. sexual education oh. even me i want to be educated on how mm. to deliver this yeah. message like sexual. but i just i don't know who who is the who's the person mm. who will educate me sexual education to, is to fundamental talk to, to talk to my kids do you know how you're going to talk to your kids no don't i don't mm. that's yeah. what i'm saying even me i need the training yeah. mm. on yeah. how to deliver the message in an effective way and also in a palatable way yeah. where it's not just mom yeah. you know like mm. you can have an open conversation mm. and they feel safe enough to come and speak to you even after that like this and that happened yeah or... because consent now exactly. is, is an issue mm. yes. consent yeah that, that's part of sexual education mm. and that's the reason why i asked that question is because i i don't know who is going to teach people how to deliver this message in the right way mm. we had michael shira come on and he talked to us about how he delivered the message to his son mm-hmm. and one of the key things he said is that firstly the relationship is golden right they can talk about most things mm. so it was making it not a dramatic event mm. so basically he said that he took the, the his boy out they were just hoovering um, hoovering hosing down the the garden okay. and it's something they did every saturday so you're already in a normal environment right okay. this is what you do with dad every saturday then he was like uh, started one conversation one weekend about like oh what do you know about girls then he would get information about what the boy knows about girls he'd be like okay that's cool caramel water and the flowers mm. the next week he'd be like so what you said last week about the girls this is a period this is this this is mm. this and then the kid is so relaxed mm. that it's not like a big topic that he sat down and said sit down mm. someone gonna We're talk gonna about it <laughs> exactly the yes. birds and the bees yeah so mm. it's, exactly so it was literally bleeding it into normal life mm. and because he'd already created that relationship before which i'm sure you guys have as well yeah it was such an easy flow so i think comfortability okay. in the topic is how he managed to do it mm. yeah yeah i like that yeah. Uh, I personally think it's about also what the generation now is looking at. Mm. Um I don't know whether this will make it into the cut but um one of the things that we remember growing up was the Nimechil advert mm. with someone sitting at the end of the a, a bed and there were scenarios where this guy came and Jimmy mm. Gadu was there explaining yes. what Nimechil means and we remember that thing so vividly mm. till today yeah. Yeah. right yeah. but that's because we watched mainstream media and that was 
bang in the middle of almost everything we mm. saw like as the programming as the news programming whatever it was bang in the middle of the news uh, and we all watched the news yeah, we yeah. all watched the beat we all mm. wa- and it came bang when you know mm. they knew everyone was watching yeah. kids whatever it d- didn't matter yeah. most of the time we didn't even understand what that was but mm. we knew when we saw that nime chill like it was cool to say nah nime chill mm. yeah. you know to like abstain. yeah to abstain right mm. like uh, to abstain and what and it was a government policy right which was now drummed in where like now your older your cousins your dad your parents whatever they would say ume chill you know like and it was something that was pretty cool mm. now if we ask around the room half of us haven't even watched the only time we've watched was d- today during inauguration you watched mm. news True. you watched yeah. uh, you know like a mm. channel yeah where we're on TikTok TikTok has barrage of info like yeah. the same place you, people go to watch maybe porn or yeah. to watch well, what is the same place you put yeah things about you know like yeah. teaching people about condoms and yeah. what what um teaching people what the repercussions are if you do da da da, da. so i think it's where people are watching now oh. that we need to shift like massively gradually but still massively mm. to yeah. like where the eyes are mm. yeah i mean yeah you know what i mean but also like maybe to to run back because everyone is like oh there's there's also the raw element where like someone has intercourse with someone without a condom mm. and those conversations are also very personal so yeah. so there's that there's that perspective that we also need to to create but yeah mm. i think shifting uh our eyes to where people are the, the, the message to where people are watching mm. would be a nice yeah would be oh, a nice yeah. Yeah. where maybe even shift the curriculum to something that's more Yeah. more understandable by the mm. young generation like gen z knows everything mm. yeah they've seen yeah. everything like what yeah. are you telling them man like mm. if someone can learn a tiktok in two minutes you're trying to tell yeah. me they don't know about sexual reproduction yeah. like yeah. they know everything mm. just make it so normal that they don't feel like they have to hide whenever you come into the room mm. they're already doing everything anyway you yeah. know yeah, yeah. openness is yeah it's so cute yeah 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 And you, madam? Um I'm I I I'm just thinking about yeah just where the information is right now and I'm trying to think of I like I was saying I consume a lot of TikTok and there's this um show where they do like you know that interview where you just see the back of um someone's head and whatever mm. but a Kenyan version where they were asking mm. this girl her first um just her story and she was talking about how she slept with her boss at work she's very young mm. she has HIV right now and She hasn't told the boyfriend oh. and she's not planning to. Mm-hmm. So you see already, you can see where the mental of these young kids is. Um, I also saw a study somewhere where they were saying <clears throat> they don't fear HIV like we did. Mm-hmm. It's not scary to them, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I also appreciate that there's also on TikTok, you know, a lot of um, especially young men who are openly talking about how they take ARVs as a guy. Mm-hmm. I, follow, I can't remember his name. He, he actually, you can see his content is just about talking about HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, he's queer, but he mm-hmm. he literally takes his ARVs on his mm-hmm. on his whatever. So mm-hmm. as much as there's misinf- uh, not misinformation, people who are just not scared, there are people who are also showing um, the younger guys that, mm-hmm. look, it's there and mm-hmm. I'm managing it, but... Mm-hmm you don't have to get it like me exactly. you know yeah. mm-hmm. so the information is there i'm i'm happy mm-hmm. about uh tiktok cuz yeah these kids are not watching news you know mm-hmm. you need to capture them the next two, three, mm-hmm. one minute you need to be telling them what's happening mm-hmm. also in essay it's a really huge um thing where a lot of uh kids are saying i'm living with hiv this is mm-hmm. how my life is this was how i caught it mm-hmm. so as much as we feel that the information maybe is totally different it's it's out there they're getting it but you s- people lost that hiv i'm going to die mm-hmm. that's not what they're thinking for mm-hmm. them they have to hustle they're thinking about money more than yeah. 
you know, how I contracted mm-hmm. HIV. To them, they're like, the medicine mm-hmm. is there. I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, they're more scared of, or rather they were more scared of COVID at that time yeah. than, you know, so wow. it's, a, it's a completely different time. Um, yeah, it's a completely different time, I would say. Wow. Yeah. I have some. Yeah. I, okay, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. No, like, um, I think people like us um, have a duty to our audience um sometimes to educate so i think this is a very beautiful platform when you yeah. said mm. who can teach me let's bring mm. a child psychologist i've had a conversation before on youtube mm. to teach us how to have these conversations with our children mm. let's bring a sex expert to teach mm. us you know we are lucky enough to have to to have voices for the voiceless so it can also start with us yeah. um thanks to Rex, give us extra budget so that we can <laughs> so that we can okay. do this um yeah. yeah and i just encourage just buy condoms they're so much cheaper than diapers <laughs> like 1800 bob for if nothing else makes it to this episode Please. i think that should <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was literally going to say exactly what you said. And the reason we've actually done this episode is because mm. we consider all of you thought leaders. We consider ourselves thought leaders. And like you said, it's a duty. If you can talk mm. to somebody about, you can show a holiday, you should also be able to show them a way of life that's mm. positive because you've got that holiday because you've taken certain, uh, made certain mm. decisions. Yeah. So I feel like it's it, it would be uh, remiss of us to just so show one side of life and not the practical elements of how to get there. Mm. I don't know why Georgie's laughing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so that's that's why I was really excited about this episode. And what I'd want people to do that are watching this as well is to answer the question, whose responsibility they think it is in the mm. comments as well. And then number two, I'd want to know about their first sexual experience in the comments too. So if you're watching this, whatever age, whatever orientation, we're very curious to have a conversation with you guys now virtually in the comment section on all platforms. Yeah. So yeah, Thanks. I've thoroughly enjoyed today, man. Thoroughly wow. enjoyed today. Same. Yeah. 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 Cheers, guys. So Thanks so much for coming. Um, yeah, yeah. Sexual education is a fundamental part of sexual and reproductive rights. Mm. Yeah. And it is our duty to mm. make sure that every generation, every person has an understanding of their sexual health and their sexual and reproductive rights. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for pulling up, man. Thank you, Jesus. Maybe one more thing to mention. Most of the time when people are discussing sex and sexual intercourse or whatever, it's a very crass conversation. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much for creating structure and bringing the maturity to what is a very crucial conversation. There's a few giggles, but... Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah.